0: to
1: the black guy who tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot.
0: Mm. The boogeyman of voter fraud has also proven useful in North Carolina where Republican governor Pat McCrory insisted that the only way to keep the monster at bay was the draconian ID law that state, uh, that state instituted but a systemic analysis by the north carolina board of elections of nearly 4.8 million votes in the 2016 election found only one void one vote that could have possibly been stopped by voter id the story was the same across the united states law professor justin levitt conducted an extensive study and uncovered from 2000 to 2014 there were 31 voter impersonation cases out of 1 billion votes nationwide but the lie of voter fraud remains a salient part of America, of the American political landscape, indeed. It continues to be a powerful and effective political weapon wielded against minorities, youths, and the poor. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host. Karen. And we're live on a Saturday, ready to do some feedback. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, Spotify, Google Play, everywhere you find podcasts. Until october 26 until october 26 okay it's it's, it's not a game it's like nine days away october 26 and shout out to a lot of y'all that have already made the move yeah we noticed like we keep track of our stats and we can see people already moving over and people listening on spotify which is dope um someone asked the other day like what other podcasts are there on spotify first of all a lot of podcasts are on spotify already yes they are so if you're listening to stuff other places check spotify is probably on there too yes but then they have some exclusive to spotify stuff as well you know so um and we're not the only ones moving over mm-hmm. you know so jade and xd are moving over mm-hmm. um there's gonna be uh you know of course uh you got Jamel hill um i know michelle obama was exclusive for a period of time i know uh like oprah and stuff like there's some major movers and shakers over there so you know check it out there's there's, there's some uh other we're we're joining us uh, some good company over there um but yeah today's a feedback show so we're going to talk about all the five-star reviews you guys have been leaving thank you
2: thank you we're going to talk
0: about the uh emails you sent us to the blackout at gmail.com we're going to talk about the comments you left on our website the black guy who uh we're gonna do all that stuff everything that you typically do uh we're gonna do okay so uh votes in the polls comments on the votes all that stuff is up and running uh can't wait to talk about it uh and the voicemails we got a couple of those 704 um two minutes or less or you will get cut off just reminding you two minutes or less or you will get cut off uh it don't play um <laughs> Uh the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport. And bullet ball extreme. Today's excerpt is from One Person No Vote by Carol Anderson. Um just such a great book. So pertinent right now in our times. She's talking about the election in twenty sixteen, I believe, which is um the one where we got pat mccory out of here barely with all the voter suppression right um he was doing
2: yeah i think he had other aspirations but when it turned it turned really bad for him literally ran him out of politics
0: and voter id and 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 this boogeyman of voter fraud has only been welded against black people and brown people and poor people and students and young people um and it's bullshit no one does it and definitely not on the scale that republicans imply and if you're seeing this election cycle right now what is donald trump doing it's gonna be fraud they're gonna cheat mailing vote is fraud there'll be millions of it when he lost the popular vote in 2016 he lied and said there was fraud we're gonna start an investigation and oh my god republicans love starting a fucking investigation they love starting an investigation because the idea is well why would we be investigating something that doesn't happen and yet never do these investigations find any fraud
2: right and they normally come up a few years later and it's it, and what it is instead of on the front like when they first investigated it's on the back of the page way way down in the smallest fucking print you can find like an afterthought we didn't find nothing the fuck you did investigation for then you wasting
0: taxpayers dollars and they'll even investigate again like they'll like yes. they did with hillary clinton's emails where they don't find anything no no wrongdoing and then they go uh let's investigate again you know just just because people go well you didn't find anything uh we're restarting the investigation because for people who want to believe that there's no way folks aren't voting Republican, folks aren't voting for white supremacy, that their numbers aren't, you know, huge a huge majority they will accept anything as proof, including y'all cheating, well we're we gonna start an investigation, okay, months later okay, well it looks like we couldn't find any information, Any anyone was cheating and no one's going to jail, yeah but you spoke about it as if it's true. The specter of it and the idea of speaking on it as if it's a problem is literally enough, uh, for a lot of people to feel like this is a, a problem. Um, and what it results in is voter ID laws, which are draconian, which reduce the uh, amount of people who do vote, who can vote, people who are confused about their votes. Um, that like that so now you got people going i can i vote i have a license do i need a special type of license and that's the whole purpose and people
2: be like fuck it i'm not voting because i don't know if i can and i don't want to walk in there and they tell me i can't vote
0: purges from voter rolls um we now have states where literally if you don't use your vote you lose it like ohio It and that doesn't make any sense that's not how this works that, like how is voting the one right that if you don't use it you lose it It's supposed to be a right for american citizens why would it ever be to a point where if you haven't used it you you lose it that doesn't make any sense if you think about it you know am i no longer a citizen because i didn't vote for six years you know they
2: just wanted you to hop through loops so they you know basically they're like hey if you register to vote and you don't use it we're gonna we're gonna literally force you to re-register again
0: yeah um and in some cases uh like in georgia like in georgia and florida they'll say hey you got um some fees or you got some money you owe or you you know you you went to jail so we're just not sure if you can vote or not and you go okay well i would like to check to see what i owe right and they go uh we don't have that information but then when it gets close to voting they go oh we wiped you off the rolls you owe money well how'd you find the information And why am i just being made aware of it a week or two out from the election right you know this is the thing and um it's all voter suppression you know just disguises different things yeah we're we're trying to stop voter fraud but what they're really doing is implementing voter suppression and john roberts you know uh swore that this the south was getting a bad rep the feelings of the south were hurt even though the feelings of the south don't matter when the south were the people doing the voter suppression so you know it's like why are you going to use the history of them being voter suppressors against them and make them feel bad with this voting rights act you don't do other states like this Like you don't do states that don't voter suppress like this period and of course it came back you know we are seeing on the news lines long as hell for early voting this is just early voting this is in November 3rd
2: right and and it amazes me it's almost like the gun violence people go it is what it is so many people really feel like that even though thoughts and no 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 you're not mad enough to actually fight against the shit so there shouldn't be long ass lines you should it, it should be shameful to the areas where they have long ass lines I shouldn't have to wait 5 6 7 8 9 10 hours to vote. It makes no sense. It is not a good thing. It is not a badge of honor to stand there for hours and hours and hours and vote.
0: Yeah, black districts um are having like one drop-off box for voting. In Texas, in some places, and a a judge did overturn that. That they, but but the fact that that was a fight, the fact that that was a thing, how many people were discouraged? See, the whole game is to discourage you. Correct. Because at the end of the day, they really can't stop you from voting, but they can make it. They can put enough obstacles to make it inconvenient and what they're hoping is that you give up and they target certain demographics because they know those demographics if they vote are very likely to vote democrat yeah so you always like democrats don't voter suppress Mm -mm. it's always republicans being like how do we lower the turnout how do we lower the turnout specifically of the groups that we know won't vote for us. Yeah, uh Democrats are like, they are they're literally the group we want everybody to vote. Come on guys, vote. They would win pretty much every state if everyone voted.
2: Yes, and it is very, very frustrating because Republicans investigate everybody but themselves because history has showed us the niggas getting busted for the voter suppression and still stealing the votes are Republicans. This shit did broke out. It's not the Democrats don't get caught doing anything wrong it's for the fact that even here in our fucking state it was a fucking republican
0: right so um all that to say man i'm i'm very proud i'm very humbled by looking out and seeing so many black people that are truly practicing democracy i mean i figured i knew it would be this way i shared a tweet that showed the line at the popeye's chicken uh for the sandwich and then the line of the voting uh the people early voting it was mm-hmm. like y'all happy now because right you know i'm not with black shaming people i'm mm-hmm. not with telling black people it's our fault i'm not with telling black people that you know um what, whatever happens is on us because it's not true i am against discouraging black people from voting i am against voter apathy of any race any denomination any creed fuck that um And that's the fine line you have to walk as a black person because it's like, yo, I want us to vote. I want us to not give in. I want us not to be tricked by these people that, that pretend like our votes don't matter or don't count or these Russian, uh, bots or these, uh, operatives that have been paid to make you feel like your vote doesn't matter and you should just give up. I, I refuse to give in to that. But at the same time, I every every time this happens I I'm so proud because we do it and I and I'm also so furious as Karen uh pointed to we should not have to do it this way. No. You should be able to go in and out of your voting place in in 10 12 minutes the way it was every year. And unfortunately for us that's only going to return if Democrats win and that's to me even bigger than Biden, even bigger than getting rid of Trump. It any of that stuff locally getting a lot more democrats in office needs to happen for black people to have political power don't be fooled by ice cube don't be fooled by you know these late last minute entries into the the elect the election cycle with puff daddy starting a new party and all this shit don't be fooled by any of that go vote vote blue we did it um and uh we've already done it you know what i'm saying so like there's a lot of ways make a plan get ready to vote get ready to have your voice heard
2: yes make a plan be prepared for anything um and it's one of those things to where most people won't have to fight but in case you do be prepared be prepared mm-hmm. if you go i can't make it early or some states that don't early vote which i don't fucking understand that we still have states that don't early vote but we do i was shocked i thought all 50 states early vote but apparently no some states they're like no fucking this is the only day so if you have a state that does not allow you to order to vote be prepared bring a snack if you have to bring a lawn chair if you have to whatever it takes for you to vote and i my heart goes out because you should not have to do that but you know that it's going to be with the bullshit so be prepared for anything
0: um also i suggest if you're gonna use absentee or mail-in ballots go to ballot tracks with an x um and uh ballot tracks will actually um keep track of your ballot if you're mailing it it'll keep track of it in the mail it'll send you an email alert or text to let you know when it's received to let you know your vote's been counted um and uh, maybe tomorrow we'll go over how we voted Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but i just want to let y'all know like there's resources out there and you know this to me i feel like we can do this man i I really do and i wouldn't be i don't say that lightly you know i'm as scared as anybody i don't want four more years of trump no um but i really do feel hopeful um and inspired people are turning out in record numbers and uh seeing people stand in line um unfortunately shouldn't have to but seeing people standing in line that long it, it gives me some hope because it's like okay pe- people know this isn't a game
2: right and they're, and they're very uh dedicated to the cause because <clears throat> a lot of those um black and brown people are older people and elderly people because they vote in mass numbers too and it's just one of the things to wear you know it's a toll on their bodies and things like that just like it could be a toll on anybody but particularly the older you are it it is a toll on your body and the people out there with kids and you know you have some people wearing masks some people not wearing masks like it's almost like this is different than before because now literally voting is life and death and that's and that's the thing they want you to be so discouraged they were like you you don't want to risk your life do you because you know y'all but even that science shit right
0: In the I can go twice. Surprise, motherfucker! All right, let's get into the people that gave us money. Okay, the real MVPs. Yeah, some some people gave us money. You can go to the blackout dot and put some in the collection plate. Okay, it's on the right hand side. You be like blackout. Uh let me throw something at y'all and we gonna take it and we're gonna celebrate you. We appreciate y'all, okay. Let me let me give y'all a shout-out too, okay? Brianna F. We appreciate you, Brianna. Thank you so much. Tabitha M, thank you for coming on down to visit. Yeah. April G. All the visitors in the house. We see y'all. Corey A. The tickler. Alexis H.
1: Marcus.
0: Tanya S, Samuel H. J, Wonga from Down Under, Dana W, Virginia G, Jesse J, Virginia P, Tiffany B, Shirley Wong Esquire, please say the Esquire. She deserved it. We're so proud of her. Jane M, Palmetto Stone Magic, Lindsay B, Jeff F, Alfonso M, jasmine j is a brand new recurring donator go to the new members class yes welcome to the church welcome to the church autumn w david c james c no relation and we got a one-time donation from keith c thank you so much keith coming out of town and visiting with the church we appreciate you all right let's get into um the reviews we got some five-star reviews y'all um this is the, the second to last week man mm-hmm. after this i don't think we're gonna be able to have itunes reviews man so i appreciate y'all getting them in where they fitting in getting them in while you can simply the best while i have been listening to this wonderful podcast for years i've been a sting a bit stingy in the rear view front front well, now it's my time. Unbeknownst to them, Rod and Karen have seen me through cross country moves, heartbreak, and starting new jobs. This their conversations are informative, funny, and thought provoking. I'm so excited for their move to Spotify, and just downloaded the app to listen to them there. Congratulations again, Rod and Karen. You're simply the best. And this is from Whithelm. Thank you, oh, Whit. Thank you, baby. Woo, woo! Big money moves to Spotify. This is from F F E E D D D D D Feds. The Feds. What? sean king listening show i hope not well they from canada so it okay be. uh i haven't been listening to you both uh i haven't been, haven't been listening to you both since june-ish after queen and jay shouted you out showing for showing up at their juneteenth event oh okay you have yes, been yes we love you. them we do they are amazing and i'm so glad i look. i looked you up i'm oh, sorry i was just thinking about something funny queen said uh <laughs> some motorcycles is outside her uh uh, like a window or something back down her street mm-hmm. during her last show. And it's such a little thing. It had nothing to do with nothing, but she just goes, okay, fast and furious. I was, just, <laughs> I, was, I was like, that's hilarious. Anyway, so happy for you. I've been dreading Spotify, but I'm more than happy to Millie Rock my way to Spotify to listen to Ron, Winky Face, and Karen. Y'all better step into that bag. More blessings, more joy, more love. Thank you. Oh, thank you. We appreciate you, you know? And I mean, honestly, if you're coming from tea with queen and jay it's just uh happy that you know you can root for us as black capitalists you know because mm-hmm. we try and get to this bag okay mm-hmm. we want this prosperity over here yep getting to the money <laughs> everybody mad come on uh question i love your show i'd like to know why you would play a spider-man cartoon thing anytime during the show also where do you get the sound bite of who you fitting to try better than me tap 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 thanks okay so number one the spider-man thing came because um uh there's a meme on the internet of a cartoon of spider-man pointing at his clone spider-man yes and i always play that because that meme essentially means pot calling the kettle black yes so whenever somebody says some you know some bullshit like uh let's say uh r kelly was beat up in jail and says no one came to help him and you know then i play spider-man spider-man because i'm like nigga you did a bunch of shit to people that no one came to help and now and now here you are on the other side of this i'm supposed to be feeling bad i don't think so um i don't yeah i'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch i don't um and then the other thing was uh what was it oh who you friend to try it's just it's a um uh, i guess now it's oh way back in the day there was a there was a um website called vine and D- vine D- used D- to have i think six second videos mm-hmm. or something like that i missed that that shit was the best it was before tiktok and mm-hmm. that that was one of the memes was this yeah, black R-I-P man RIP vine mm-hmm. that was one of the memes this black man singing uh who you fitting to try better than me oh bitch it ain't me caps caps caps, caps 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 so yeah it's uh who you fitting to try better than me oh bitch it ain't me caps 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 like typing in all caps uh and i think if i'm not mistaken that came from him reading like responses or replies to like facebook arguments or something like it mm-hmm. like it like it was more of them and stuff but that's the one that really caught on uh my podcast faves i've been listening to this podcast since 2015 and this review is long overdue rider can continue to deliver insightful hilarious takes on current events tv show recaps and book passage discussions i'm truly grateful i decided to tune into this podcast and i hope for its continued success j rock 2g thank you thank you
1: uh
0: very hard working and dedicated podcast is five stars by ben BugaHa uh says i've been listening to this podcast for several years and i am impressed the honest conversation sharp comedic humor critical thinking pushing the limits thought provoking with a black southern flair mix for some straight up supreme ratchetry good luck to you too for the soon to come move to spotify thank you thank you thank you it's been uh interesting already man we're, ta- we're having all these meetings and stuff it's different when you gotta like work like with people you know what i mean like oh we got a meeting this week oh we gotta do this we gotta talk to this person well, standards and practices and we got all this, this stuff. team
2: meet with this team and, and yeah. this team over
0: here like talk to the legal team do this like it's cool to have those resources mm-hmm. to be honest because we definitely is. didn't have them on our own no but and, it's, and
2: a, it's, it's a good thing because you go oh, okay everybody's covered
0: yeah it's, it's like it's it's eye-opening you like so wait you, what, what are we supposed to be doing we're supposed to be doing this all the time uh right <laughs> oh, you, know. so, so you can't do that okay okay now i know mm-hmm. i'm like that Issa ray gif of her in the uh bedroom where she got the notepad i'm just like okay mm-hmm, yep you're making notes uh podcast couple goals absolutely love this podcast i found Ryder karen through bossy Ickby and their insecure recaps and i've been a fan ever since shout out to my girl bossy and the
2: boxy.
0: Mm-hmm. over there getting it getting getting it in on um what is it home clubhouse clubhouse mm-hmm. yes i can't get that name right in my head <laughs> i haven't said it right once in my head i haven't said it out loud either but she's big in the clubhouse y'all mm-hmm. okay uh, Rod and Karen have such great chemistry and what each of them brings to the podcast works so well together. Rod's sarcasm and wit, Karen's passionate rants and loud cackle bring me so much joy. Congrats on the big, next big move. Thank you, Reese MSL. Thank, Thank you. you. And the last one on iTunes is from Funny Fink who says, get this review in. Been on this podcast for at least seven years. There are so many things to praise about this show but there's one thing that sets it apart from the rest the drops all the drops rod picks for us lgbt news intro always puts a smile on my face that intro was the song that played in trading places when eddie has that heart party at his house yes this couple is so needed in this world and i'm so happy we have y'all thank you thank you um we appreciate y'all for those five star reviews and we got a couple on stitcher come on through stitcher try and get them in at the last minute uh nana aka norbeast says five stars game of thrones grits and gets the race well listen you had me at grits come on uh i thought i would get it in get in here before i can't uh, before i can't blame black capitalism this is by far one of the favorite my favorite podcasts. happened across this podcast when i was looking for good black review of game of thrones since the other reviews were either folks just talking about what they didn't like going way too meta for fixing the show yep not trying to hear about the faceless man being a symbol of black pain it's possibly it's possible to be too deep oh man for real people were saying that wow that is deep it's deep as shit actually i would have never come up with that Mm-mm. uh <laughs> they, they they was on the, the 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 other end of the pool right i'm over here like you mean that nigga that look like zartan um like, like Zoro? yeah that nigga uh, or just weird, uh, or devoid, devoid of the obvious jokes. When the black folks finally made it to the north, and all the looks, Rodican had everything I was looking for and needed in a review show. And lo and behold, they had whole other shows that had nothing to do with TV reviews that were hella funny, insightful, and kept me up on what's going on in these Twitter streets. It's an awesome show, well worth a listen if you're into a show that gives you the same amount of pop culture vibes as another popular show that I won't name, but often talks about leaving him with the without the meanest uh talks about current events politics without the bigotry cooning the homophobia in another similar black show that we uh people listen to we're we're eating in the morning I, I, <laughs> the shade okay i'm picking up what you're putting down i and i appreciate you not naming names and leans hard into the nerd cultural uh apologet, apologetically um every once in a while i might disagree with the host like on how to enjoy grits oh so you one of them okay okay well i appreciate you letting me know exactly what it was because you know a lot of people you know they have they they, behind they it. say i disagree and they never say on what and i have to assume it's uh something like oh you don't think uh families should stay together uh when they have detention at the border wow wow that's crazy man i, I just don't see how you around to that uh but i appreciate alternative perspectives i don't mind sugar even though most of the time i'm a savory grits with some shrimp yeah so you really on our side okay if you eating shrimp and grits ain't nobody ever put sugar in shrimp and grits come on like that's the whole point that's how you know or i'm fishing right.
2: grits hmm? i said or fish fishing grits i've never seen sugar fishing
0: grits yeah before. that's how you know i'm right everybody knows i'm right it's okay if y'all want to believe in the, uh, alternative facts live in that universe but we all know the correct way to eat grits so happy to have come across this show so much i signed up for a subscription so i could hear all the things seven days a week also ps this show might run other review shows ruin other review shows for you their lovecraft reviews are top notch i tried to listen to other reviews to hold me over uh to wednesday and just got mad at myself i knew better nor bay say thank you thank you oh that's how you pronounce Nor say oh i get it that's the, yes um and we appreciate you you oh, know okay. i'll mostly appreciate you throwing shade without naming anybody because that's a gift that's an art okay uh <laughs>
2: yeah, everybody can't do that
0: and um yeah one of the things for me i don't listen to other recap and review shows mostly because i don't ever want to sound like them and um no shade but most of them do devolve into complaining a it's, lot of
2: them do
0: you know and and i think that's just what reviews kind of are for most people is just kind of complaining about what a show isn't or what they could have done better or whatever which i understand you know people oh, yeah. people think that that's what criticism is mm-hmm. like grading the test and coming back and saying this this is where you could have gotten an a and i just don't like to make uh our recaps about that that's not fun to me that's not the spirit of why I watch things. You know, I know a lot of people think being critical is the fun. And I'm not, yes. I'm not trying to yum their yuck. Like, mm. I've seen those people, you know, uh, I've, I've heard those reviews. I've seen people group up together on that. And mm-hmm. for mm. some of them, that's, that's how they, that's their community. Yes. I don't want to find community in that.
2: Mm-mm. And some of them are very, very good at it too.
0: Yeah. I, I just, just personally, I don't want to find community with a bunch of fucking, like, this is what i see wrong with everything because then it's just like now i gotta go through this in everything the motherfuckers can't turn it off you know what i mean so we go hey what did we like about it what was funny about it if if there's a episode or something we don't like it's like well there's still things about it that we can make fun Mm -hmm. you know and not turn it into roasting the show or roasting the characters or roasting the actors or roasting the writers or roasting that stuff because i think all those people are people and unless they're intentionally doing something bad i think roasting them is really kind of messed up you know what i mean in a way like uh it would be like if someone did reviews of podcasts, and i tuned in and they just talked about all the stuff me and karen did that they didn't like like i would not feel that that was a fan or somebody i wanted that energy around me and so i try to think about what we put into the world that way as well uh that's not to say we never call people out on stuff it's not to say we never disagree with decisions that are made but it like for example uh i didn't like the i thought the storyline with the way they did Yahimo wasn't wasn't that well like done or it was kind of dismissive or fell into some tropes right but when you listen to our recaps you shouldn't walk away going that's the main feeling they have about that show I want you to walk away like, oh, they love this show. They just kind of wish that was better, but they love it.
2: Yes, and also uh, for me, most people, when they're in the writer's room and all that stuff, their intentions is never to make a bad product. I don't know anybody that picks up something, jumping into something and go, I'm going to make a bad product. Like, that never was their intentions. Right and so you know because you're dealing with all these things kind of outside your uh outside what you can do be it budget be it whatever it may be which may cause the vision or what you do to shift and change and become something else somebody makes a decision somebody leaves somebody gets fired. all these things factor into the finished product people don't really think of it like that but that's the truth and so their intentions was never to hurt your feelings their intentions was never it's like you take it personal and then you attack something that's personal to them and then a lot of times these people are shocked a lot of times when these people respond back and they why are you taking it personal? because it's some shit that they invested in yes like like it, it, it like art it's their work you know so i you know and there are things that i don't like and i will express you know things that i really don't like but a lot of times it's not about the person personally it's about you know how i feel about it because you cannot like things and not make it feel like it's a personal attack on the people that produce the product
0: yeah i think also fan entitlement is just it's really gone over the top Mm -hmm. like fan entitlement has really uh, yeah there's just no better way to put it like fan entitlement has just gone over the top and it's gotten to a point where people feel like The show needs to be written specifically for me correct and if it is not written specifically for me then it has failed and we uh with our social media and stuff we've been able to make everything about our opinions our lens only not no consideration for anyone else um and, and i don't find that to be healthy and i don't find that to be realistic and so when i Talk about it on our show. I try to keep that stuff in mind. There's, there's also plenty of stuff that we've talked about on the show. Where I was like, Oh, I don't like this thing, but I can see that this, this is found as niche. It is found as people. It's just not for me. And then there's nothing bad I have to say about it. Mm-mm. You know, cause, uh, for example, I, I gave American Horror Story a, a chance. It just, I, I watched, uh, like, uh, tried it a couple times and all stuff. And at the end of the day, it wasn't for me. You know right. who used to love it. Um, um, whiskey, wine, and moonshine. Mm-hmm. They used to do recaps of it and all this stuff, like you know. Um, and I can't remember if they invited me before or whatever. I was just like, yeah, it's just not for me. I never was like, uh, that shit or whatever, because it's like that's like i'm glad some people found something yes to like, joy yeah like i don't need to have everything for me i don't and i don't yeah. need to get upset with everything that isn't for me and now that we're really popping like with all these streaming services we now have a lot of black stuff that doesn't need the pressure on it of having to be for every black person and i love that and i i hope we become to embrace that as black people and kind of step out of our feelings and step out of our entitlement and go this is a black thing that's not for me but it doesn't mean it's not for black people it doesn't mean it's bad for black people it just means that this is a different type of black experience than i would want to watch on the screen but i'm just happy that some people are finding a home here
2: correct and if more people viewed it like that there wouldn't be a lot of bickering and arguing online because i don't care who you are everybody likes some shit that somebody else thinks is trash everybody does everybody does either you don't like the genre you don't like what it is everybody loves something that somebody else this is not their cup of tea and i'm fine with it not being my cup of tea but be truthful with yourself and say it's just not my cup of tea walk away and leave it alone but we talked about this how a lot of people have their fomo when it comes to black shit that that everybody's talking about and they feel like they have to watch shit even if it's some shit that they normally wouldn't watch and then they complain about it well this right here wouldn't wouldn't your, your jam anyway but you went over there because everybody else was over there and you complained about it it's like you 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 would have been better off just not watching it but it's kind of hard to get people to do that when the whole thing is I have to be talking about whatever everybody else is talking online because of that fear miss now I don't have that I opt out of shit all the time
0: yeah yeah so i think and the other thing i'll just add to i know you're going on for a second on this tangent but i also think a lot about our recaps yes like i this is it's not a coincidence or accident that i shit to me feels and sounds differently than what you hear from other people mm-hmm. so uh let's see Bree s says getting it in five stars hey y'all just leaving another five star review before y'all dip out on, on the spotify congratulations keep up the great work thank you Bree. thank you and we shall okay that's the goal uh all right let's talk about the website episode 2197 have you been loved was our feedback show uh we had a couple of comments miss mary Vi- miss mary smile says again you had me laughing out loud regarding ruby and william we're blaming the dick but it might be the privilege it's the credit score <laughs> i'm just saying never know you never, you never know. know is it the dick or is it a privilege kim doc says that fly yo so gross rachel maddow asked kamala uh kamala if she saw the fly in his hair and that was the evening laugh i needed uh kamala couldn't hold it together and the moment was wildly adorable then she was like rachel we need to find a way to fly out of this topic <laughs> uh <laughs> the who TVGWT pun drop should have hit or the stone cold steve austin glass breaking music i can't wait to vote and i can't wait for uh them two to get to work vote mm-hmm. yes um and then the poll was did you watch the vp debate uh yes or no uh 43 percent yes 57 percent no which is interesting uh um, matter of fact i'm gonna pull up the poll about the other debate and see how many people watch number? the um the 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 actual presidential debate because i bet you more people watch the vp debate because i think more people are excited about that let's see they are yeah so the presidential debate 37 percent of people watch that the vp debate forty three percent so it's slightly higher for the VP debate and I think it's because people are more excited by the idea of Kamala than um than they are for um uh biden to a certain extent yes and and plus people might even be kind of a little bit sick of trump a little bit <laughs> a whole lot sick <laughs> all right so uh like I said forty three percent did watch fifty seven percent did not uh Cokewe says that blood type theory nah uh blood type type theory i don't remember that um blood type theory is that something that happened during the vp debate i don't remember rebecca says being on the east coast that debate didn't start till after 9 p.m i started to watch and was impressed by how harris opened uh with punches but as soon as Penn started with, the president of the united states has put the health of this country first since day one i began yelling at my monitor liar and then i realized that this is not the way to wind down for bed and quickly turned it off i caught all the highlights the next day harris was on point pence just lied and lied and lied like a good little trump puppet should the fly was the most honest thing about pence great work guys thanks rebecca oh they were saying the blood type for COVID. Blood type for COVID. i don't remember I, the, oh the thing where they were speculating about africa maybe i don't remember i just don't remember that topic no problem uh, and since it was a reply to the poll i definitely maybe it came up during the vp debate i don't maybe. remember uh ali mar joe says oh
2: oh but it may have been did, didn't we read where there was like the uh certain blood types were affected by other by by you went through and you was like a hey, uh they were saying if you it was when they're talking about africa like if you had a certain mm-hmm. blood type you was less likely to be impacted by it
0: yes that yes. was okay so that's probably what it was mm-hmm. uh ali mar joe just says hashtag flies be knowing and you know what you're right flies do be knowing i don't know how but they do be knowing i trust the fly uh you know they they hang around a lot of trashy stuff they do and it never landed on kamala so i'm just saying uh episode 2198 democrats abroad this is a fun episode uh where we got to talk to adrian and angela um and it was just an international uh party that was fun and
2: shout out to uh uh i think somebody online was saying that they you know
0: did it there overseas. they said they did it and they registered to vote overseas so yeah we had a listener in japan mm-hmm. who said after listening to this uh filed uh for their ballot and and, and registered and all that stuff mm-hmm. uh for this episode so as i said if we can even get one person more informed if we can get one person to go vote to me that's that's a mm-hmm. victory man we like that's what we'll use this platform for because you know i don't want to turn it into just back and forth with all the people that tell you not to vote i love to, to help people be encouraged to vote and you know and, and of course to shame those who who uh who who try to tell people not to vote or have a lot of apathy but yep. you know the goal is to get people to vote
2: yeah you are american citizen let your vote count because that you know you might not live here but you know
0: it's one of those things where they still tax you they still say sign your children up to go to war vote and also on instagram i had a person that said the shame worked and that's why she voted this year
3: wonderful so i
0: don't know i guess twitter was wrong uh so in my in. Writing- <laughs> this is a great episode a lot of people i know are looking into moving abroad i currently follow two black families on ig who live overseas to escape the racism here my sister and i have talked about it off and on for years and my little sister is actually taking a jump and moving to barbados i'm really proud of her and excited about the possibility of visiting i can't remember which guest had the trauma around grits but that conversation was hilarious also i wonder if the trauma is based in sugar grits hmm we know it is let's be honest because she said cream of wheat and grits i mean sugar goes in cream of wheat clearly sh- someone put sugar in the grits oh, and, no. and honestly that would traumatize me too wouldn't it though and i love cream of wheat and grits if you want a hot sweet cereal cream of wheat and the savory salty buttery gritness of properly made grits when you're in the mood for a traditional southern breakfast of mine miss mary smile said this was so informative thank you thank you Malty says this episode was outstanding thank you to your guests for sharing their literal journeys outside of the u.s and for informing us about democrats abroad all in all it was a great four-person conversation that's why tbgwt is such a good podcast excellent interviewing after doing a fair amount of global traveling 20 years ago i've been putting it put i've been put off from it for a long time especially to europe especially as a woman of color these two women made me interested in visiting foreign countries again shout out to karen for asking if they have amazon no such thing no such thing as a stupid question it'll i mean i'm not gonna lie i literally had never considered the idea that there were places on the earth without amazon that's how fucking they are the they are everything they are just coming to devour i thought they had already devoured it all
3: Mm-mm.
2: um they still got some more to eat up
0: yeah but when karen asked that that was such a great question and then you know cause I like I was like whatever impossible they got <laughs> Amazon in the Amazon jungle you order a package by this it's like what you at <laughs> you in jungle. the burning rainforest we coming we got a drone coming your way in the burning <laughs> rainforest and we gonna um, shoot the man
2: at the cannon he gonna get to you
0: yeah I was so wrong to be dismissive of that question and um the other part of it I just read after the gig which duh I mean some of these countries fight against these type of mm-hmm uh these type of um apps and gig economy type workers coming and companies coming into their country like they literally say we do not allow uber in our country we do not allow airbnb in our country because so they, i can see how amazon will also be on that list because of amazon's uh you know um uh, reputation of exploitative labor practices and driving small businesses out of, of business and malls closing and stuff i can see how other countries might look at our capitalism run amok in america and go we actually don't want that here
2: yeah like you said i can see other countries like you say america's an example and they see oh no 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 america did this shit we see how it's impacting their people we see how it's affecting us we actually don't have to follow their footsteps they are not number one (laughs) so we actually don't want them here and i could see them fighting other governments that's why every time you turn around google and facebook and some of these other big companies keep getting sued for um uh identity stuff stealing people data getting too much data and they keep suing them and shit you know these places keep passing these laws they was like no you can steal the american shit but what you ain't gonna do is come over here and fuck
0: with our shit um so yeah it'll, it'll be universal galaxy wide soon but it's not everywhere yet it was interesting to hear that this episode provided hope in another week of exasperating events great job style Nas says this episode was amazing i love to travel and my experiences in france and spain have piqued my interest in living abroad the ladies from democrats abroad who knew that was such a thing Uh, That was a thing. Provided helpful information that I will use to determine if I move overseas if a move overseas is a good one for me i learned so much in this episode thank you rod and karen for always bringing on such dynamic guests style nosh kansas city fan at atl thank you
2: mm-hmm. thank kim, you.
0: kim doc says such simply a fantastic discussion i actually need to listen again once my mind clears up i live for every second of this and i love the discussion that was had about the perceptions of america abroad uh they be knowing this current state of affairs is outside of our morals and mindsets and them foreigners will definitely only speak english back to you if you even try to assimilate and speak their language sometimes it's to practice their english sometimes it's a complete flex and a stunt i remember trying to explain hbcus and why they were necessary to a big old swedish dude with blonde hair down to the eyebrows uh i get his curiosity and confusion now though yeah i mean they haven't had that experience so Mm -hmm. i can see why they wouldn't get it shit white people in america a lot of them don't get it
2: no they do not and
0: they live in the country where it's pretty obvious it's needed and they're like why you need to go to the school some of them get mad why can't i have a whites only school if we had a whites only school i'm like nigga that's the problem it was yeah, psh,
2: that, that was the <laughs> fucking problem we couldn't get in there
0: that's the problem because for many 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 years
2: most of your black doctors and lawyers and teachers all graduated from hbcus because
0: they were not allowed in your universities Trey says thanks for this episode rod and karen this is very interesting and informative sending a huge thank you to those two wonderful ladies for coming on the show much love yeah they were they were great it was so fun um and it was like i was we were learning you know i had questions i wanted to ask them but uh you know it's just another time where going into the show preparing and stuff i was like i'm just gonna make this a conversational show Mm -hmm. and i figured because of what they did for a living it was just gonna be easy to throw them to the alley-oop and just let them dunk. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, uh, the, like the questions I was asking, were to me, I'm like, I probably know the answer to this, but let me ask this question and then they can just kind of like go into, you know, how these things affect black people live in other places, Americans live in other places, um, and get the information out for our fans who aren't in America that may wanna participate in this election. Agreed. I mean, who happen to be citizens and stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever lived outside of the United States? Yes or no. Twenty nineteen percent of our audience has.
2: Wonderful.
0: L- yeah, lived outside, not traveled, but lived outside, which I, I that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And eighty one percent have not. Um, so yeah that's that's dope i mean i knew we had an international audience but i wouldn't have thought it was you know 20 Mm percent um according to the poll that's that's a high percentage to me
2: it really really is and it's just uh one of those things is when you go outside of the united states and you see different countries different areas parts of the world you realize oh the world is bigger than the united states (laughs) you know uh your views are different and once you go to certain parts of the world you go oh i can see why soldiers didn't come back oh i could see why you know people famous people and they still do it uh get famous in the united states and go overseas and just
0: become dual citizens and things like that malibu racism episode 2199 uh well we talked about megan the stallion's new york times op-ed uh all kinds of coronavirus news lgbtq news Eve e says barbie isn't fooling me i know she asked nikki if she could touch her hair and tells her how pretty she is for a black girl i see you no, bitch no uh yeah uh eve seeing through the bullshit i guess and the poll was dr fauci he's terrible he messed up but he's good now or or he's doing the best he can karen oh he's doing the best he can 94 percent of the audience agrees with you Mm -hmm. the the vast majority of our audience i feel like all of us have had a bad boss before right and trump appears to be the worst boss and it's like what the fuck would i do in this situation now ba- Fauci's worked long enough to have the privilege to be able to probably quit mm-hmm. but at the same time he'd be quitting and then leaving America in the hands of someone who probably would just straight up be lying for Trump and not give a fuck
2: yes and he understands that he sees the bigger cause because that's one thing he's had that job kind of regardless of who the president was so it's like hey I've been on a democrat that's why when they chopped that video up and put it out he was like no 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 i have never came out and publicly endorsed a candidate ever in all the years i've been doing this job why would i start now
0: yeah 94 percent oh my god that's so six percent says he messed up at the beginning but he's good now because that stuff with the uh mask and he kind of went along with all right don't get masked don't get masked because we know we'll sell out and of course people ended up uh, we ended up finding out a couple things one you didn't need a, a medical grade mask in the first place Mm-mm. but he but they were right the n95 medical grade mask that that like hospital workers needed did f- sell out and um and people were hoarding them and all mm-hmm. kinds of shit so and then of course zero percent said he's terrible which i appreciate and maybe it's just because trump's so bad but i i i didn't i i didn't agree with those takes when i saw him online i was just like I don't know. That seems pretty unfair to just paint him as like, like, like I saw someone even be like, these 200,000 deaths are on you or some shit like that. And I was like, Fauci? I mean, what is he supposed to do? His fucking he, boss comes out every right. day and he, lies.
2: He is not the man that actually makes the ultimate decisions. Trump yeah. is. So Trump is. Trump and Pence are accountable for
0: all the deaths. And it feels like the Trump thing happens where people. They know he's terrible so then they blame everyone else like why can't you make him not be terrible it's like that's the thing that's, he's terrible and not he's how it works. he's terrible and he's spade tight like he y'all put him in a position where he's holding the big joker and you're mad that we can't like beat him you know mm-hmm. that's why i don't want to hear book i want his shit from you vote shut the fuck up and vote. Ali Joe says coming from a person that has worked in the biology field for 10 years and even so far as to work at Emory University's vaccine center my boy Tony is doing the best he can I know what it's like to tell people that their daily behavior is contributing to their poor health only for them to look at you like you're some quack practicing Illuminati arts I can't it can't drive it can drive you insane Dr. Fauci has been working in this field for decades I can't begin to imagine how many times he wanted to say fuck all y'all and Saunter her out of the room. Kim doc says i think fauci is doing the best he can i commend him for working across partisan administrations i do think there's a new york or whatever he's from ego thing happening that is untenable for a bitch like trump he won't be undermined obama wouldn't be up there spouting lies and not concede to an expert so i guess what ha- what's happening is you have a career medical professional arguing with the egomaniac fake dictator right the dynamics suck for the country because the truth about the virus and how to deal with it has been diluted or lost completely yep Mm -hmm. yep and now it's like uh people are calling it waves but it's not waves it's Mm -hmm. all been one like it's like jump slow down but jump but still going up but slower then jump fast and then slower then jump fast and we're now on the third jump fast and when it comes to the chart and this one feels like people are just tired like they've they've given up like the first one was a lot of confusion your president's lying to you second one was you know i think politics and you know the the republicans deciding to run on the idea that coronavirus was no real threat and everyone just go get it don't worry about it and then the third one seems to be a lot of people just being like i've been in the house too long i'm gonna go do whatever the fuck i feel like
2: yes uh and the thing is waves you mean a wave the uh, uh, United States. We we've owned we're on that first wave in that wave. First wave is rippled. We never went, we never got low enough to go to the second or the third When Other countries have America knew. So I don't know why people think we actually, because the thing is with that wave, our wave need to be low enough to where the hospitals wouldn't be in a panic because the hospitals never got to a point to where they felt safe. No, they wouldn't kind of load it, but they never got to a point to where the numbers in our country got low enough for them to feel comfortable because all the health experts have constantly been on alert since coronavirus hit here they constantly are telling people stay at home wear your mask like they're constantly pushing that because they don't want to get to the point where they have to reject people so we never got to that point so we own that first wave and that first wave never went down
0: yep yeah um and i you know i hope people are being safe but i like i said i've some people i look at their ig stories and i'm just like when they drop that fire post of hey y'all i got the coronavirus take this seriously it's serious y'all wear a mask social distance i can already see that coming because i'm like look at all this risky behavior you're engaging in it's impossible to be safe and you're not you know a celebrity with a lot of money and y'all aren't doing like testing and social distancing and isolation before y'all meet up like you know the people just risking it and i think they're just tired they're just like i've been doing this long enough it's just time and you know for them for me i'm just like nothing's really changed with this virus and the way that people get it but i also understand the human condition like mm-hmm. people need each other yes and there's going and and everyone's taking risk but what someone feels is a safe risk varies per person mm-hmm. and so for some people it's hey i i mean outside um i mean you know i trust that the people i know hopefully they they're not lying to me and it's just us sitting at this table and, and we hope that you know we'll be good with what the stuff the cdc says is okay um you know some people hey i'm 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 uh, i went out to eat they they said you can do that they said you can eat inside and we just need we sat further away from most people blah blah, blah. it's like everyone's taking the risk and you just gotta hope they're safe
2: Uh, agreed and like i said that's one of the things where i had to have more compassion like i'm a lot more understanding than i was before i'm like okay people gonna people and i had to let that control in me go you know because that that was a controlling thing i can't control people i can't make people do what that you know i can't make people act right just so i can go back outside again you know it's like to each his own you do that cool my black ass stand in the house
0: yeah what you can control is not um is who you are around mm-hmm. and what we do so we just keep ours to a minimum and everybody gonna do what they do trey says dr fauci is definitely doing the best he can i just want to thank him for hanging in there to help save lives because these people are evil as fuck y'all y'all please vote early if you get done, if you haven't already and make sure your vote is counted thanks uh all right let's see then we had um Tick and mantri the uh, last episode of the week our lovecraft country recap uh iman says okay Karen, come through with the i know why the cage bird sings rant you were sounding mad poetic sis great recap as always i get upset about people mostly other black people who keep saying they don't understand the show well the show isn't for you then boo move on you don't have to be part of the conversation and that should be okay yeah it, yeah agreed it just, so many of these like the 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 kind of like i don't like the show shit ends with this like and take it down no one should have it it's like well there's a lot of us that like it just move on to the next thing that you know that you do like Mm -hmm. did y'all peep that letty was wearing the same dress she wore in her dream i also i did not peep that i also feel like ruby leaning into being with william christina contradicts what she said last episode that she didn't want to be white You just said you want to be a redhead so is she leaning all the way in or does she just like passing and using magic i also learned that she turned into a redhead in the book which is a nice nod oh don't don't give us no book spoilers but uh yeah i think uh that is interesting that she's kind of picking to yeah i don't know i don't know if it goes against what she said about not wanting to be white as much as i think she's seduced by the magic of it Mm-hmm. uh i also wrote an email so i'm gonna stop here but thanks for recapping the, oh, you left a comment and an email recapping the show Not a lot to say <laughs> just getting out of control but thanks for recapping the show and giving us space to talk about it with fancy intelligent negroes such as yourself love you Ama ps i told y'all christina didn't learn a damn thing from that Emmett reenactment lol yeah yeah you did i like i said i just asked the question like could, would she learn something and if not then what was the point of her going through that I wonder you know and if it'll even come back up you know cause uh, like I think that like that had a chance for a character growth moment but it could be that thing that some people do where they go I understand this thing and now I know what it's like and I still don't care Agreed. Miss1KO says so glad for y'all's review of this show for so many reasons I love Karen's rant as well at the beginning life I'm tickled that at Rod was, uh, was right, Diddy Bop, and how he was right about Hippolyta returning. People are not ready and would call her a trash ass mother, and they would low key be right. I mean, D just lost her father, now she gonna leave a child with Ruby? Speaking of Ruby, I knew she was one, uh, uh, she was on one, when in the beginning she was giving Letty business. Uh, when they was, uh, basically rolling with the freedom fighters and activists. Ruby didn't respect that. I know her brother uh, verbalized it, but I feel that Ruby shared the, the sentiments. Yeah, um, and the other thing t- that you brought up too was, uh, about Hippolyta. Um, in a show where people kind of shit hard on like Tick and Montrose, I think they would shit on Hippolyta. Like, you know they would turn around like because it's just the like they kind of go hard i try not to go so hard on the characters Mm-mm. um you know uh and have a little bit more understanding because i think it's more fun to do the review that way than it the, is you know i know some people it's it's more fun to just kind of roast all the characters but i, I haven't done a, a, a hate review in so long i, I just don't want to go back to that Mm-mm. if i mentality. just like the show we're not covering it yeah so um but yeah I, i'm like the kind of people i see talking about this show and the way they talk about characters that make fucked up decisions i can't see them like d dying or going through struggling with no parents and hippolyta just being out here in the galaxy on some rick and morty shit and 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 them being cool with it they're gonna eventually turn on her so i'm glad that she came back and knew everything uh at the lady Leti- at at the Letty's house uh as i'm sure i pointed out she was like more people should get get a job like me yeah ruby did say that at the house party oh yeah i remember thinking that is definitely a thing and i recall thinking the brainwashing had worked on her to convince everyone blacks and whites that negroes were lazy uh our ancestors worked for free they weren't lazy they had generational tiredness and we can't work our way out of racist people in power it doesn't matter how smart educated hard working we are in mass some individuals will ascend and transcend but we as a people had to fight and protest and be in good trouble to get any inch of progress but she was on that uh Ha. <laughs> Christillium is a straight shooter but she was the epitome of a, a lion when she met ruby she lied about her whole gender and seduced her as a man that is dishonest and manipulative she's definitely manipulative yeah and i won't quibble over her lying or not because i i i don't think y'all are definitely right she like even if it's a lie of omission it's still a lie even like when she said um william is is dead is uh is dead and gonna help this is gonna help him get his revenge or something like that or he's he was hurt but he didn't die he's gonna help him get his revenge and it's like i can see a way where christina thinks that's the truth but that's a lie william is basically dead Mm -hmm. he's in there in a coma but he basically dead and you know this is really her revenge not william's so uh then she puts something in her drink too but she trusts her more than she thinks letty should trust tick Which brings me to Tick. I know we are frustrated with him. He has family issues, so does Letty and Ruby. He doesn't have a job. Well, he does have a lot going on that he didn't cause and unprocessed unprocessed trauma from having his girlfriend stick foxtails in his orifices and a magical family tree that he got dragged into and Christillium would not have given letty that house if it were not for her connection to tick he didn't drag her into this mess he was dragged and she came along willingly and as a great assist clutch if you will yeah people do try to make it sound like letty was like forced into this life or something mm she ran head first she was like to me that's what i like about her is they kind of wrote her like this hero you know mm-hmm. like she's just kind of this renaissance woman that's just like way ahead of her time well, she's, she's like not a victim yeah i'll drive the car i want to go f-. like because really if they if if it was about dragging Letty into it when christina came and asked will you spy for me and she said no that could have been the end of Letty's involvement in all this shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about what y'all do. Stay away from me. I don't care about this magical shit. You tracking down your family, uh, uh, heritage. I don't care about any of this, tick. Stay away from me. But she kind of was like, we need to be proactive about protecting ourselves and the people we love.
2: Yeah, also a thing talking about tick ain't got no job that nigga got a job but for some reason the army scratched him off the list or they lost track of him i think he just didn't go back yeah that's what i'm saying he AWOL. so i so what what, i know they would never do this what would be hilarious is that they on their way uh up to the up to do that uh ritual and the army just show up like hey we taking this
0: nigga back (laughs) letty runs a room house those you ain't you been missing
2: for 4500 days nigga we taking you to jail
0: (laughs) letty runs a room and house those places uh typically have a handyman that lives on site for free or gets a salary let's not project lazy negro mooch on the tick uh i mean it's funnier to say that he's a hobosexual and he's staying there because i mean listen sex work is still work okay he 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 might be giving letty that work i mean come on on.
2: i mean it's there's a lot of women uh that have been dignitized and you know the right nigga slang the dick the right way you will let a lot of shit go dick can make you slap somebody come on it, it
0: dick can make you let a nigga live there rent free Montrose is Montrose, but the black folks crew is literally just trying to live christelium and her whole family dragged them all into this mess into the first in the first place uh how is Tick trifling and to blame for that? He's not willing unwilling to work. Jeez, and I say this is someone who was too through with Tick when he was mad at Matros and not George or his wayward wondering mother. Damn it, I'm sorry this is too long. I've been isolated on quarantine this whole year and it's hard for an extrovert inside locked down in France, Mimi. Thanks, Mimi. hmm um and that was a passionate defensive tick um evie says (laughs) evie e says this is one of the best episodes of the season and that's saying a lot every single actor clearly wanted uh, went to black acting school yes it was a black act off i'm happy for d that hippolyta came back but i'm on the michael jordan mindset fuck those kids kim doc says i'm enjoying the show so much more though through your recaps and research to be honest i learned far more and retained information you present i'm really grateful for that the writing and directing of this episode was breathtaking and the acting hattie burning alive in front of letty my goodness so many of the scenes where Matros literally spoon fed us what was about to happen a lesser show shout out to bossy would not execute this without it feeling uh feeling filler and stale the trust i have in michael k williams is bordering on unshaken why would you ever doubt this man and i'm all the way there on ingenue ellis as well uh man it's so wild to think ingenue ellis was in undercover brother right you know the range uh gorgeous acting aren't we supposed to hate hard? I was convinced for m- most of my life that this wasn't my thing. I guess I needed Misha Green to collab with Jordan Peel to make it happen. Thanks you too. Never a bad recap, even if the episodes are trash. I'll bring it. Thank you. Okay. We always try to make a great recap out of whatever we do, but also uh, I just think it's been great because the episodes have been good too, in my opinion, so I haven't felt like I don't know what we're gonna do with this, you know with this show um and uh yeah man i would say i'm not really into horror but jordan peele um i enjoy us and get out Mm -hmm. and i've enjoyed some horror and i've enjoyed elements of horror and other things i would say this show in a weird way though it's not truly a horror show no and i think that kind of did a disservice in the promotion of it it's genre bending it's it's never the same show twice even with the same through lines
2: yes and that's why for somebody like me I can watch it and I'm fine with it. Like, uh, and like I said, this is no something mean Roger right, talked about. Roger, right, you know me, I don't do horror. I'm like, mm the fuck of horror. So, but I do sci fi. So I'm like, okay, cool. We're gonna sci fi. We're gonna do something different. I am, I am here for it. Like I said, I don't like horror just for the sake of horror. I don't, I, that's not my genre.
0: And to me, it's all just mental gymnastics because the strain to me is horror. Um,. Uh, I don't do strange. I know. I know. Aliens is hard. Um uh Prometheus is hard. Um there's there's elements of horror, but if you just throw a twist on it like sci-fi horror, then somehow people are able to like partition their mind off and be like, "Oh, this is totally different." But I'm like it's the same thing it's the same jump scares it's the same elements of something coming to get you be careful around that corner uh i'd say uh terminator is hard especially the oh. first one oh, I um, love terminator like you know how's any different than freddy or jason coming to get you i, I watched all them when i was a kid yeah because has a robot uh, uh exoskeleton or whatever that that's different like nah, it's it's still a horror movie but it's just based around the idea of some sci-fi futuristic shit and it makes our brains go i'm not watching a horror movie anymore well are you scared for the protagonist you know what i mean well then it's a horror movie you know um (laughs) and i think it's just different you know like uh superhero movies often aren't like horror you know because you know the protagonist is capable and they're gonna win in the end blah Mm -hmm. blah blah but yeah a lot of stuff does kind of branch into that horror thing our brains like being titillated in that way um but yeah if you told somebody it's hard it fucks them up but if you just said oh it's a movie about a giant ape that's stalking this woman that's gonna try to uh abduct and kidnap her you go oh man that sounds like a horror movie and like no it's king kong it's a sci-fi movie like yeah that sounds suspenseful yeah i'm like that's actually kind of a horror movie they go to this island giant bugs attack him and shit like come on it's it's kind of scary but somehow don't count uh trey says hey rod and karen i just have to say how much i love misha and her writers are handling the concept of generational trauma on this show it has been so cathartic to see this topic presented on this show and confronted at the same time such a good damn good show thanks again to you two peace thanks trey Mm -hmm. and the poll was will tick change his attitude towards montrose now that he's seen tulsa yes or no i think he will 87 percent of the audience agrees with karen he gotta change his attitude because he's seen the trauma that you know his his father has gone through and it
2: might not happen immediately and it might not happen overnight but it's gonna be some changes for the simple fact that you know for the first time he literally called him daddy and it was like a meaningful daddy like not like you my father but it was like no daddy like you raised me It don't matter if george was my daddy you were the person that raised me because now he has an understanding and i can relate to that particularly uh being a a woman growing up with a very harsh mother and my, my mama loved me but my aunt she loves me but you know she was raised in abuse and things like that and you know some of those things were passed down and getting to the point where as I got older and began to understand her and look at her as a human being more than just this is somebody that took care of me, you do have compassion and understanding, you know, towards towards them, uh, where you go, okay, this person is not this horrible villain that I have to paint them to be so that I can continue to be a victim in my own situation.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting because seeing parents as people too, And then literally seeing his father as a child being abused and thinking this must have happened a lot. Um, and this must have had all kinds of effects on him. And this is from a 1950s perspective, not with all the, you know, psycho stuff that psychological analyst analysis we know today just in pop culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see all that stuff. I do think it'll change his attitude towards Montrose. I don't even know that it won't be immediate because I think people are like, it might take some time, but I think maybe even almost immediate because what i thought was happening was that his heart had hardened so fast mm-hmm. towards my trials and it was really gonna be like when we get back i'm not even talking to you and so i think that reversal of course already started you know so uh but yeah 90 87 of people agree with you can 13 percent say it's not gonna change much for tick mine says i hope he softens a little but i understand if he doesn't tick has a lot of trauma under his belt as well you know Hmm. all right let's get into the uh voicemails we had a couple
1: how you doing rod how you doing Karen? um one of the uk listeners over here um yeah i'm just going to say like i listen to your podcast pretty much every time you release a new episode before i go to bed just to kind of stable out my head in terms of what's happening in the world especially in terms of like racism and things like that and, no reason I've been dealing with some pretty terrible of at my workplace for the past two or five months. Mm. And I finally spoke up to HR, gave them all the details, all the context, everything. And now they want to have, with our prejudice meeting, which usually is linking towards pre-termination or termination of a contract, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. I was just thinking to myself, like, i did the right thing through the process reported to the managers and no one did anything i then finally cracked up two and a bit years and reported it to hr and still the situation occurs mm. at this point in time like i just genuinely just feel alone at this point there's no one really i can reach out to um in my close-up without feel comfortable talking about it but you know, oddly enough some you know cool dudes do dude that over in the US I feel more comfortable talking to or even telling this to. Um usually you you know, you guys release episodes that make sense where it actually challenges my, my thoughts and things on how I see the world and whatnot, especially when it comes to be a black. But I don't know if you got any advice or I don't know. I don't know. I just might, I just feel alone mm. like dealing with this. Like financially my family is carrying on me and just yeah. yeah i feel
0: it all the time i got cut off i'm sorry um skype is also racist okay it, it'd be like two minutes that's it um yeah first of all I, I mean uh not to sound cliche but you're not alone no you're not uh especially as a black person dealing with racism mm-hmm. you definitely not alone no, no, it don't really not, matter baby. what part of the earth you on mhm. You ain't never alone as a black person dealing no, it's with some racism. There's a lot
2: of people who have done the same thing and the same thing has happened. It's almost cliche. Once you report something like that, all of a sudden you go from the best employee to the worst employee. All of a sudden they start collecting things and, and all types of stuff to walk you out the front door. But, uh, understand that this is not the end. Understand that, uh, don't give up you know uh it's one of those things where um a lot of times people look at when something tragic happens that is not a civil lining it is always a civil lining because it was one of those things where they didn't respect you they didn't respect your work and they didn't respect what you do and they didn't respect you as a person so it you know that shit affects you no matter what people say that those things impact you as a person and as a human being um and all they did was set you up for a better opportunity you know, because something better will come along, you know, because I, I'm just a hopeful person like that. You know, I believe that something better will come along, a place where they will respect you, a place where they will recognize your work and what you do, you know, where you will not have to, you know, deal with this. Yeah, you want to deal with things and, and deal with uh racism and things like that. But it will not be to the scale as it was at this uh particular job. You know, it's one of those things where I want you to keep your head up. I want you to be hopeful i want you to uh keep going and baby no know that you are not alone
0: yeah um obviously i echo those sentiments um i think there's a few ways to think about it man i've had uh, shitty shitty jobs before mm-hmm. um and the i think personally you'll end up in a better situation um without you even realizing it because the cost of being in those type of environments we bring that home to that same family that's dependent on you
1: mm-hmm.
0: um you bring that home mentally with you every day um and honestly there's a level of respect you can have for yourself for fighting because if you just accept it if you just take it it it, it takes a piece of you every single day every day you walk in there and you just took it and you didn't say shit, and you, and you just let it go that that's going to get to you you know um other things too like if you have um any documentation that you've been keeping track of any notes any of that stuff if you can remember dates and specific instances make sure you bring that into you with the meaning uh with to this meeting the meaning is still part of the fight mm-hmm. um even if they're gonna even if they decide to part ways with you you can still use that to determine your leverage on like how much you get out of this. So that, you know, I had a friend, she had a thing where she was, uh, she had like some interpersonal, um, relationship shit happened at at her job like she was dating a dude for a little bit it went bad dude started acting wild at the job she reported it to hr but then he also reported the hr thing right before she did and all this stuff and you know they looking through emails all this stuff and they're like we're getting rid of we're gonna get rid of both of you or whatever and so she um you know brought that that leverage to the meeting and she ended up with like i think a year of her salary or something which you know she was able to kind of use to one go back and live and take her time looking for a better and newer job and all of that type of stuff um so i would say you know try walk into that meeting with your um not resigned to the idea of what well, they got me let me just take whatever you know mm-hmm. walk into that meeting with your head held high because one, you did the right thing yes um and then you know of course if it push comes to shove you can always raise a stink if you have a case like that on your hands like a lawyer might be willing to take it so you know if they're trying to get you to sign some shit like look here's a little bit of change and you can never sue us as an NDA or something yo consider the fact that like you might not want to sign that shit you know what i mean like well like i might have a fucking case here and i know if you in uh over overseas i know y'all actually have laws and shit about it being racism being illegal um like people can go to jail for being racist and prejudiced there in a way that does not happen here in america agreed um so you may actually have more recourses than we have here in the states um but uh like but you know better than us because you live there so don't you know but maybe consult somebody that actually uh works in this field in this arena uh especially uh overseas where you're at so that you can kind of know um your options before you walk into that door because you just don't want to be flat-footed and you don't want to get caught just going rolling with the punches and eventually they just you know kind of usher you out the doors if it's your fault that racism happened to you um but i just want you to know we don't know each other you know i didn't even get your name or whatever but i'm proud of you for standing up you Mm -hmm. know like uh, there are so many people that never do fam like they really they really just they take it all the way they get harassed and and at the end of the day, man, most of us are not working a job for life. So, right, you're gonna end up not being there at some point, and then you're gonna look back at your tenure there and be like, "This is a horrible racist environment, and I never said anything." Correct. You know, I just let them fucking do this to me. And there's a res- respect and a pride as a human being, as a man that if you don't have it for yourself, nobody else gonna have it so if your family loves you they in your corner like that they're gonna have your back they're gonna understand um and i think it'll be something that hopefully we can look back on one day and be like yo i i this was a thing i overcame this is a thing i stood up for myself in and my children my my spouse they know that that the kind of person i am they know that they're dealing with somebody that you know walked it like i talked it i didn't just you know tell them like oh this is wrong this is messed up and then turn around and go all right i'm at work i don't want no problems you know so I, i totally understand and
2: it's also one of the things to where if it happened to you it happened to other people too and trust somebody is watching you somebody's looking at you somebody is seeing how you handle the situation and you never know what it may turn into it could turn to a class action lawsuit or anything like you just never know what may happen because lots of times all it takes is one and the thing about the one you always feel alone until other people say me too but if everybody's quiet nobody everybody thinks that they're the only one and that's the purpose of it
0: yeah and i know especially with the uh pandemic people are feeling alone already correct to then go to work and have an environment where you're dealing with racism and you're dealing with that yeah i i get why you had to take a stand and, and you know i don't think anyone should should uh ever make you feel any type of bad about that and i hope Mm-mm. i know it seems dark right now man i know when i uh got laid off it was dark for me too man i really i couldn't see this podcast being what it is today um i couldn't you know i didn't know um but uh no longer having that on my back every day going into that workplace where i felt demeaned and pushed to the side uh that that definitely uh not being in that environment showed me how much more i could be so i hope the same for you brother all right last voicemail i think this is from james
3: what's happening rod and Karen? I just want to say blessings and congratulations on the Spotify, John. But I just want to tell you real quick, bro. Mom like set me up, man. I thought we have a nice family night, but I'm watching David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet. Bro, I thought this was going to be something cool, but, man, I'm talking about death and destruction. <laughs> she got me looking at baby goats. Baby, the rain things. It looked like they cry. Bro, I'm trying to get the cry, man. I can't be out here feeling sad. Man, I'm from the projects, man. I can't be crying for nobody. I got to hold that in, bro. You know how it is, son. You can't be out here feeling sad. Man, they were talking about the depth of the ocean and the plane. man. Oh, my God. When I seen that baby go, bro, it was, took everything in me not to you that. Know, i mean, hold holding back the tears, cuz and then another tank went up the tree and all the clothes was gone. Man, my heart was so low. Man, she set me up. I thought it was be something cool. Man. This got me ready to recycle everybody in the neighborhood. Y'all <laughs> go trash paper right, but it's set it all up. Alright, yeah, I just wanted to let y'all know what's going on. Much love. Peace.
0: oh my god listen um speaking of doc recommendations that won't trigger you i have one if you're um i don't think i don't think i said it on the show maybe i said it on the show in passing but if you have hbo max which i don't know if you do or not but anyone that does have it i cannot recommend uh a world of calm enough that is an amazing documentary series uh, each episode takes like one thing, like you know, they'll like the the, the uh, birds or the sea or these turtles or the corries, and they just have it's almost like ASMR where uh they just have like a person with all this documentary footage kind of talk you through like what's happening and they're like you know the uh the birds then migrate to the south for the winter. And they begin their migration on this day and it's just so peaceful and so calm and also educational and stuff. Uh, I can't recommend that enough. You won't cry. You won't see baby goats getting eaten or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. or the world being destroyed or the, how bad to see life is really. And I think we need that right now in this pandemic. Don't we know? Do? so if you need to chill out in this panic-inducing world uh you're too triggered out or whatever yeah you, you know um that's what i would suggest because uh that what you was talking about that don't sound like it that don't sound mm-mm, like mm-mm. it at all um it's it's dope and if you got a 4k tv this is what 4k tvs was made for that that world of calm dog mm-hmm. uh hbo max all right we had some emails let's get to them. Um, sydney our girl sid right saying i don't it says i was wrong fuck that agenda okay i don't even have the words to describe how i feel about this episode of lovecraft country talk about emotional if hippolyta never came back we wouldn't have this incredible episode i cried 90 percent of the episode and probably 20 minutes after i am overwhelmed they also made it really easy for me to give up my agenda because she got to stay for 200 years but nevertheless i was wrong rob was right and this show is the best part of 2020 I think I, you know, rod I, I was right.
1: right. Yep, right, rod, right. Uh-huh. Rod, rod Was right. Was uh, right. Was, は... was right. Yep. Was Was right. What was that again? Oh yeah, rod was right. Rod was <Luck presets> right.
0: So uh, yeah, we agree. I was right. Uh <laughs> And yeah, man, the show would have been trash if she didn't come back, man. I was, I didn't even care the way she came in when she just walked in and was like, "D sick." I was like, "Let's go." get up to speed like she she seemed to have the answers we can't let d die uh, i also love how plainly she told them all that outer space interdimensional trippy shit but she just said it so matter of fact like i was on earth 504 for two for 200 years where i can make anything happen that i wanted to happen and i did it all and now i know everything and i'm back let's go i was like yep there you go there you go now get in the fucking car uh iman writes in hey rod and karen i always write in right after watching to give my fresh honest reaction this episode made me cry it wasn't scary but hauntingly beautiful and swollen with sadness um i felt a deep sorrow for us as a people uh, for Letty D and Hippolyta as black women having endured uh, witness so much for Montrose to Tick and all the black boys whose spirits have yet to be crushed by this world I really appreciate how different the retelling of the Tulsa massacre was from Watchmen yeah I was nervous about that from episode one when people was like oh Watchmen already did Tulsa and I was like oh yeah I guess if they do it uh, like even though we haven't had enough depictions of that doing it a year after the other people did it and it's like on the same network and everything i'm like i do hope they do it differently and they did so i think that's what uh to a way in a way it actually was more emotional for me watching it this way than watchmen um but yeah uh it gave space to show what a beautiful thriving community it was i also appreciate them showing white women participating in the mayhem and catching that bat shout out to tick come on I, i love that hippolyta came back and disclosed her experience her hair turned blue and they made it look so natural on her i think d is going to lose her arm and be the woman that hands tick the book and pushes him back through the portal uh he just said that a woman in the hood with a robotic arm handed it to him i guess maybe i don't know i mean yeah because we didn't see it we never saw it Mm -mm. and whatnot but i mean i figure it will be someone important to the show i also like they confirmed that we were all thinking the police were doing kidnapping folks and using their bodies man all these black family secrets break those generational curses (laughs) y'all it's funny because i mean i feel you but also like uh hopefully nobody in real life generational curses is this bad
2: (laughs) I hope not. I hope not. You know,
0: hopefully it's just like ah, uh, we never told you your grandmama had diabetes. Like, hopefully it's not. They like, oh, your grandmama is secretly in a galactic space witch. Uh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Normally,
2: it's your granddaddy got like me. You know, your granddaddy had you know twenty five kids outside
0: your grandma. What? You know how them coons been chasing y'all day, and if they g- get you, you gonna get sick and turn into one. Yeah, that's on me. I'm dyslexic. Yeah. <laughs> like that's you know
2: that's about about them telling me well you know your grandpa had like all these kids on these different galaxies different galaxies different right. earths
0: what right this show this your cousin from dimension 507 I'm like wait what what uh this, you know this your brother from earth three earth three yeah. what they they can only breathe sulfur so uh love y'all and i'm excited about the season finale i hope we get a season two or a spin off so i can expect a single uh i can respect a single season but this has been stellar uh iman yeah they haven't had any um <clears throat> they haven't had any um renewal information yet
2: yeah and i hope i hope they wait on it um uh, and, and maybe this is just me uh and maybe <laughs> i feel like uh I want another season, I do. But if they wrap it up, I I will be fine with this one season. Um, I don't know if this may be something that HBO may do moving forward. Just be like, hey, let's just tell our stories in this one chunk and then move on and allow the actors to do other things and not strap them to, you know, season after season after season. Who knows? Um, and a lot of times when you do that, you know, you have things like Watchmen that will be a classic like because you didn't have the ongoing until they run to the ground so it's not good no more because people will always remember that high and they will always request more of it um and so we will see like i said if we get one i am fine but i am i will be content if this is just one story
0: yeah uh i might have to wait to at the finale to decide but right now i'm leaning towards uh more please i could do this another year absolutely oh, easily. Uh, especially the way they switch drivers every week that 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 shit i don't know what else they could do but and i they mean, have so much
2: more story to tell actually in my opinion i, I mean there's
0: just really so good. much this is different than like watchmen and i can't stress this enough The i know you didn't watch it mm-hmm. but the Watchmen series was about taking a vast amount of folklore stories and literature and all this shit from over the last like 20 30 years however old that story is and reducing it down to a small story okay and saying here is eight episodes that are kind of self-contained and wrap themselves up very neatly to me this show is saying we're taking a book that was not as vast as the world we're building in the tv show and we're making it bigger. We're taking black life from the 1950s that was um, bordered in on all sides by racism and oppression and we're making it infinite. And once you make something that big you are allowed to play in that sandbox as long as you want. And I think with the amount of forethought that has been obviously put in these episodes with things from episode 9 coming all the way back to the dream in episode 1 mm-hmm. you can't tell me that there's no story economy you can't tell me that there's no story accounting and, and so I can see where uh depending on the finale as I said we'll know after we watch it I can see where they leave the software it's like and there's more story to tell because to me this don't feel nowhere near like the most they can get out of this no Mm-mm. so watchmen for me was the opposite it was oh this is the smallest you can make this box and and wrap it up neatly so don't come back to this you know and people think they want more watchmen but they don't know what the fuck they are talking about they they like it's just one of those things where may and it's like when we watch anime and we're like okay that was it you got 12 episodes a perfect story yes coming back to this over and over is going to reduce the quality to the point Mm -hmm. where you're going to wish they had stopped after season one like um sword art Alization or whatever Mm -hmm. sword art online Mm -hmm. season one is like okay that's pretty much a perfect season is that that concept is pretty much done and then so then two and then three and then four and then eventually you're like i don't even watch this anymore because it means nothing anymore like right you, almost it used like to mean something. almost
2: like a cowboy bebop the samurai yeah. seven uh samurai shampoo like they actually told a complete story and was like that's it
0: right um but back to this though um let's see um a goes on to say uh p.s rod i think christina got you with her white woman tears like trump got me with all his lies she ain't changed you and ruby need to wake up brother laugh my butt off <laughs> you know it's, i'm sorry i uh i guess she did get me because i really did forget that she lied like i was like no nah, she don't really be lying but it's just that when she's called she tells you if you call her on the shit she'll just tell you like okay well this is what it is mm-hmm. what you gonna do what you gonna do but i think she also senses something in ruby where it's like you ain't gonna do shit uh let's see we got this one from mike bro who says what's up y'all my name is mike i.e mike bro on instagram been listening to y'all for almost 10 years i love the show and the way you guys respect and love each other and the way y'all love us black folks we do love y'all blacks Mm -hmm. that is true a lot of people we do they don't understand why
2: but they're wrong right we do love y'all okay
0: mike bro we are we love the blacks here more than trump Okay. I I would hope so. (laughs) We give them more than the platinum plan. Okay. Uh, and the way y'all love us black folks, y'all are my favorite podcast and even inspire my wife and I to start a podcast called Damn We Grown on IG. Oh. Just like you did for a million other Negroes. I've been meaning to send y'all something for a minute, but a nigga be working. LOL. Much love from Southern Cali, y'all. There's more to come too. Congrats on moving to Spotify. A nigga getting to the money. LOL. So much I want to say, but I don't want to turn this into a book thank you for being fearless i'm so proud of y'all and i mean that in the most respectful way possible shout out to for being a blueprint and thank you Mm -hmm. and uh yeah we you know i wouldn't say we're fearless but we try to make it look like that you know (laughs) you know we be scared don't we though? but uh we were like, I don't know. Let's open up the door and go through and see what happened. And Mike, bro, also sent uh, uh some LGBTQ News uh potential music. Let
3: me
1: see what you want to be. You better move your body. You better move your feet. And I want to grow. Show me what's cool. Riding, caring, baby. LGBTQ News. Hey! Down, but we still around. We I'm still shine, but we
0: Ooh, yes with that bop oh my god <laughs> what come on hot notes <laughs> oh my god i like that baby that was so good it was only 30 seconds like perfect perfect uh so yeah we'll add that to the rotation Ooh. y'all We we'll move over spotify okay we we just uh the t- hashtag uh try not to get sued that's episode that's uh hashtag right the 2021 motto mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh you know like i said we y'all, was in, y'all gonna have y'all gonna have us set for life right i was up in the meetings like uh so you can't do what now okay well let me just holler at these listeners see what they talking about um mm-hmm. history this is by Lynetta Lin- uh, who says i'm from milwaukee wisconsin a place where they tell us blacks to move forward and get over the racist past however i don't feel they have any right to tell us this when they continue to benefit from the past and our, uh, EEOC doesn't fight for us here. I'm still here for the fight. We will not forget. Love the show and informative, uh, topics. Miss Lynetta. Thank you, Miss Lynetta. Thank you. Okay. She just had a, she just need to testify. <laughs>
1: no, she, she had a she word. She needed to
0: tell the church what was on her heart. She had a word on her heart and she was like, listen, okay after she finished she said that, that I, okay pastor i'm gonna go ahead and sit down y'all can try to close the Forex stadium and the milwaukee like bucks arena whatever the fuck we vote no oh, she was like <laughs> i'm over this i got something to say uh let's see d writes in uh danielle d says come on barbie uh oh my god my little racism comment and more come on barbie pull all the way up heart emoji and they turn off the comments you is smart you is kind you is important they even mentioned the excuses used they the best i'm impressed ps i was so slow to watch the walking dead finale and it was good but beyond the walking dead i guess the new show shaking my damn my head i don't know if i'm interested they could at least have made a linkage to the people in the walking dead original is it me? Am I missing something? I haven't. We haven't even started haven't that one yet. watched
2: it. Yeah, but it might be one of those things where who knows, and it's been a time jump. So these people actually don't know each
0: other i honestly i've only seen just the preview information for it yeah we haven't watched it let me watch it and I'll i'm sure we'll talk about it at some point in the show Mm -hmm. i don't know that we'll recap it i
1: don't know Um, we'll think about it we'll see we'll see
0: if we do it just be like a one chunk for our premium people we definitely doing our fear the walking dead late night uh quiet storm Storm, edition yes recap back on it oh and shout out to the ladies from democracy abroad excellent episode i always had thoughts of one day living outside the u.s danielle d pick included of me and my tbgwt merch um yeah uh, she uh, she's wearing the mask and uh wait i guess i can show y'all the picture so y'all can see this uh the blackout to mask fit okay and she is being safe at work okay that's what i appreciate it's really mm-hmm. it's just you know what it is it's the safeness for me uh <laughs> come on, we want y'all to be safe right i love to see it um uh, so yeah she's uh i like that picture baby yeah she's giving us um she's giving us medical fit realness okay come on, medical fit tees <laughs> she she's bringing us COVID free uh realness on. uh on, on the picture uh and pose come on uh but yeah so democrats abroad episode this is from anna who says hi rod and karen i love the democrats abroad episode part way through i was waiting for adrian to say well when i worked for mi6 uh that time i was head of stark industries she sounds amazing with probably some amazing stories also i am Karen in that i was bit uh i was busy thinking of ways to get her cornbread mix and grits in sweden with their weird foods when karen pulled out amazon i was like yes Love you guys. Congratulations on your new Spotify home. And thank you for creating your playlist. It's an easy way to point friends to your amazing recaps. Love, Anna. Thank you. Yeah,
2: shout out to the playlist. We have a a whole playlist of Love Calf Country and a playlist of uh, Game of Thrones. So for uh people that are over on uh Spotify and you're like, I love Roderick's, Karen and Roderick's talking about these shows. It's hashtag TBGWT. And it normally would bring up everything, but it's hashtag TBGWT hashtag tbgwt lovecraft country and hashtag tbgwt game of thrones
0: yeah so um and we'll work on the walking dead one too gotta get that one out there for y'all too mm-hmm. that's gonna probably It'll take a little, a little bit longer, longer. yeah um, yeah
2: that's gonna take a while yeah
0: because <laughs> you know we've been uh we've been doing those for a long time um but uh all right uh let's get into the next email dj jaffa says hi karen and rock I was a bit behind on the shows when i heard you wanted music for the show well i haven't produced anything since 2007 but i got a hard drive with some unreleased music so i thought i would put something together uh i'd also like to say a huge congratulations on the spotify deal i've been a fan of the podcast since 2011 and your journey and growth have been so inspiring i don't interact with the show as much as i would like but i'm always listening and cheering you from afar Oh, I always see you on, uh, Instagram, uh, DJing and mm-hmm. sometimes he'll tag us to a picture where mm-hmm. he's, where he's DJing in like a blackout tip shirt mm-hmm. or some, or some merch or something like that. we be
2: that. paying attention.
0: Yeah. We appreciate you repping like that, uh, at, at, at all the DJ Jaffa events. Uh, much love to you both. DJ Jaffa, Jason F on the donation shout out from the UK. Peace. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, sent some music um for us to check out and uh i do have it he sent four different songs okay so there's fucking with black people is the first one. fucking with black people (laughs) fucking with black people fucking with black people people." fucking with black people Oh man we got some talented people. It's going to be hard to pick between which one to do every day. We might have to rotate them. I think we got I don't think we have to. Yeah, we have to. They're so good. Y'all are so good. Um black capitalism
3: black cap black cap black cap black
0: cap Black Black, 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 black I'm black and jealous and I want some money money money, money. Wait that's my voice Oh Listen Y'all come on through Listen Y'all know us <laughs> I was listening to my own voice like that nigga sound familiar yes. Where get this from <laughs> And I do love the black capitalism and I do want some money and um the the scratch it's like that DJ premiere feel to mm-hmm. it like that that scratch just give me that nineties vibe that oh my god oh all right we got uh the guest the race this this
1: this
0: this the race your voice this the race
1: Time, yes, every,
0: every yes, race. you know what you won me over by using our voices i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's a huge advantage now this one is a brand new song for a segment that has not been invented okay and it's a segment about our very own karen oh shit okay for karen's third eye being open yes my third eye it did need its own theme music i'm not gonna yes. front. <laughs>
2: <I>, you're, you're, <laughs> ne, you're never knowing the third eye's gonna crack itself open it's been happening a lot on the show lately and it needs to
0: be its own thing because yeah, cause or at you least know, some music to so, denote what's happening yes yeah, sometimes i jump off the ship you know yeah <laughs> i never see it coming so the, no project doesn't the challenge will be trying to get to the music in time but <laughs> at least now we have some music uh, and last, and thank you for all those. Thank
3: you, baby.
2: Jeff,
0: those are amazing. Yes, it is. Uh, Jason Wright saying, what up, guys? That check finally cleared, so your boy is back in the game. Sorry for the last minute feedback, but I'm sitting in line at Crystal's listening to the Lovecraft Country recap, and goddamn, we got to witness Karen's third eye open in real time. Right, open your eye. <laughs> I didn't plan this. Open your third eye. <laughs> open your third eye. I didn't plan this. The emails just came in this order. Open your third eye. So luckily we got the music just in time. <laughs> right. Uh we got Karen's third eye open in real time. The only thing that made it better was rod coming through with the support of Yep, niggas do be out here nigging. <laughs> this episode was amazing and as I was going through the BS in corporate this week, I was so ready to quit. I told you, homeboy, you ain't alone overseas. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I'm the only, that I'm one of that my ancestors' faith made flesh really hit home with me. And I realized in my own way, I have to say, stay the course for those who came after, come after me. And as a black father to two black boys, hearing Montrose tell Tick, all he ever wanted was to be his father, tears fam. Yeah, black men crying like that, it's going to get me every time. Period. Like I can't even rewatch New Moonlight uh love y'all and congratulations on spotify deal jay-z voice we worldwide baby uh that's my terrible (laughs) jay-z uh p.s when we gonna get them third eye open (laughs) 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 t-shirts he also sent a meme of the pink panther reading um uh rosa parks wait no a harriet tubman book i think this is let me see if i can show y'all no, it's not even Harry Tubman. It's just some black man in the damn. We are not with the COVID. <laughs> well, we was kings? D- w u z k a n g s. Oh no.
2: Uh,
0: so yeah, um, we was kings though. That's we true. was Kangs. Uh, but yeah, thank you for writing in. Uh, I think that's every. Oh no, we got one more email that came in during the show. Uh, Marlene writes in, Howdy Coco from SWV just started lovecraft country so i first of all shout out to swv mm-hmm. okay then was my girls back in uh yes back in middle school um <laughs> i was thinking about shit i didn't even know you got
2: to go downtown didn't mm-hmm. know nothing about that hadn't experienced that I, 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 I,
0: <sighs> one of my favorite episodes of uh, our podcast is called secretly i was filling them holes mm-hmm. and i can't remember if justin was on there or not but i think it was the day that uh i I know i was talking about swv and i was like i think that's when i realized i like hoes okay not uh-huh. not well refined crafted ladies and all the shit that society tells us we supposed to like like no i i i'm into somebody that's gonna tell me make my love come down and you gotta go downtown on me mm-hmm. okay and they were somebody to talk about his reigning men they were some freaks okay they was they was out here like um i do anything you want me to do okay like come on they they i did not realize until i went i said man i was really listening to this Mm -hmm. in like eighth grade that's the love that you've been dreaming of i was like they were some freaks and they was not ashamed mm so absolutely swv shout out to swv come on ahead of their time okay yeah they would. will we even have Megan the stallion without swv yeah, i don't know. know so i suggested a recap show to her here are the screenshots because people be lying lol oh so okay Selena. here oh so here's a recap show that will keep help in case there are some confusing things and coco said thank you uh so yeah thank that's what's up mm-hmm. thank you We appreciate y'all suggesting you know someone told me um uh one of the writers for the show complimented our recaps oh yeah and i was like oh that's so dope she follows me on twitter uh so you know i had to follow her back of course i mean come on but yeah man it's so weird because i never think of our show as being more than just me and karen talking Mm -hmm. and whoever wants to listen listen i definitely Mm -hmm. never think of the creators haven't like having to hear us talk about it no but i always try to do what we do intentionally and with some 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 thought and some grace and some nuance so i'm glad we do the kind of show where you can listen to the show and not get your feelings hurt if you're the creator right because i think too many podcasts too many recaps are like so snarky and so mean that I, if i made the thing i would not even want to hear what they thought about it because it's just mm-hmm. It's just like, boom, turn it on you ain't shit, you know, and and I'm not saying that should never be the case. I'm sure there there's gotta be some things where I, I I'm just like, oh God, I don't know how anyone's gonna talk good about this, but in this case man i I'm like I'm happy to know that that people uh can listen to it you know i've mm-hmm. um you know, I've heard through the grapevine some of the people from uh this is us, some of the actors and people that write have listened to me and Bossy's recaps, oh um, you know, I heard the same thing with insecure um so i'm glad to be doing that kind of work man i don't want to do the kind of work that you know people on the internet will high five me for being mean i just don't want to do that so i'm glad it, and it pays some div it pays some some dividends is what i'm saying mm-hmm. you know not monetarily mm-hmm. but just in the like you know mm-hmm. putting something good into the world hopefully mm-hmm. all right that's it for this episode got a card. uh except we got a card okay uh shout out to karen for remembering we got a card, Mm -hmm. and i got it over here on my desk and it's for my girl sonya we met at the library uh and it's a card that says some people just feel like family and it's some what is these hedgehogs with glasses gerbils what what are those yeah i don't even know what those are
2: (laughs) hedgehogs yeah
0: man you can tell i ain't have no pets (laughs) <laughs> i don't even know if those are two different types of pets or not you know i don't know um but uh like a hamster in a gerbil some people feel just feel like family they make you smile make you happy make you glad to be in their world you are one of those those people and you always will be happy birthday oh this is for me love y'all thank you for everything you do sonya aka miss barnes and um what's this thing right here it's like another sheet of paper inside oh greetings i wanted to send a personal handwritten hello and happy belated birthday i've been a m.i.a for the past month and some change but i wanted to say happy birthday rod and karen i feel like i missed your birthdays uh well just mine um but but you know let's throw karen let's grandfather karen in here too yes grandfather me in fall is my busy time but i listen to the podcast whenever i can and willfully listen when i can get caught up on the lovecraft country uh i'm down five episodes sad face thanks for keeping us sane and entertained in these rona streets love y'all sonya aka miss barnes and then inside is a uh what is it a gift card i think it's a gift card oh it's this J? <gasps> it is Targey. Targey, exactly what a pumpkin spice white woman of color like myself <laughs> would be would love to have. Yes, yes, Targey. Shout out to Tajay You know what they be selling that I need? Bevel. They got uh shaving cream mm-hmm. and uh, the the restoring cream bomb, and they have that primer oil. Mm-hmm. And uh, your boy is out of the primer oil almost. So I'm to holler at them quite soon thank you we appreciate you, you miss barnes um all right y'all and i'll let karen get like a candy bar or something you know because i'm not you. i'm not get a, a Kit selfish Kat, a pack of m&m's you know i'm not a selfish birthday uh person okay yeah. so just throw me some peanut m&m's and i'll be good she can keep the change and you know what I'm saying we'll hook up with something too thank you all right y'all that's it for this episode um i don't think we have any you know what don't give me the line
2: uh we, we... <laughs>
0: I know we have another um we have another panel mm-hmm. this week. Uh, is it? I want to say what's it's it? at noon. I think on the twenty first uh 21st yeah so we got we do have a panel coming up for uh and you know charlotte podcast festival i really do hope y'all reserve your seats it was cool as hell last time you missed out if you didn't get in there Mm um last time and it's um, absolutely
2: possibly free you guys can still oh
0: you know it's at 6 p.m yeah i said i said it was at noon it's at 6 6 p.m this wednesday um which probably means we may have to move the lovecraft country recap to either tuesday or we'll just have to do it at like say seven or eight o'clock that night right um on wednesday
2: we'll decide during the course of the week
0: yeah but come check us out uh the links are in the show notes Mm -hmm. so you can reserve your seat they do run out of seats yeah they do like they will run out of virtual seats but and i think our last one ran out uh so get your seats as soon as you can and reserve them if you just think you might can make it come do this it's gonna yeah. if you're in our chat room normally it's about the same time we do the regular show on wednesday anyway yes so 6 p.m on wednesday come join us
2: yeah and even if you can't uh, make it live they actually if you register you actually get a video copy of it you know that that that's what they did the last time it was like uh some people didn't show up so they were saying as long as you show up you still get a digital copy of it mm-hmm. so let's say so sign ups going oh i might not can make this time but you can go, actually go back and watch the replay at a later time
0: right and what reasons do you would someone not even be able to make it karen think about i don't it. know right you can't even imagine Mm-mm. no scenario at all nope. not one nope so everyone should make it. Yes they should. All right. There you go. Karen says y'all should make it and you know, we trust Karen. All right. <laughs> All right, we'll see we'll see y'all. We'll see y'all uh, throughout the week of until uh, then. I love you. I love you too. Bye.